You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. January 11th, we got 13 NHL games ahead of us here tonight, so a massive schedule. We'll get into some games, then we've got some best bets in, we'll answer some questions from the chat, and to close this one out, I've got a statement. I've got some thoughts, I've got a bone to pick with the NHL community, but we'll get to that towards the end of the show, so make sure to hit that like button. Subscribe to the channel here if you haven't already. We're about 60 subscribers away now, just under from 2,000, so please hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. If you're just finding the show, if you've been watching regularly and you haven't subscribed already, hit that subscribe button. Help support us, and let's get to 2,000. But before we can get into any of the topics for today, before we can get into the games, the best bets, all of that, I got to remind you that today, as always, is sponsored by BetStamp. The easiest way to improve as a sports better is by using multiple sports books and always getting the best odds. And we recommend using an odds comparison tool like BetStamp to help you do so. BetStamp compares odds across every sports book for games, futures, and player props so you can save time and money by checking BetStamp before you bet. Make sure to download the app today. It is available on iOS, Android, as well as on the web. And if you are looking to sign up for a new sports book account, please check out the offers available at BetStamp dot app slash edgework that's betstamp dot app slash edgework you can find that link in the description of the show as well all right boys plenty of games ahead of us here tonight i mean russ and i were talking before we got on last night was a little bit of a, a more quiet one it was quiet here for the show but we did end up with three best bets anyways even in those three games there are two of them obviously coming in that habs game and ultimately we go one and two on the night last night bringing our overall record for the season as a show across Monday through Friday to 175, 167, and 4. That's 346 bets. We still have a 7% ROI on the season, so still continue to do pretty well this year. As a collective, um, and I mean, we've got a bunch of bets ahead of us here tonight, but uh, so many. How you feeling looking at this big card here? Are you excited for the games tonight? You feel like uh, this is an opportunity for uh, for us to continue on what we've been doing so far this season? Yeah, I, I am excited for the games. Um, there's not, from a betting perspective, for me personally, there's not, there's not much going on. Um, I think that a lot of things are pretty, pretty well um, established in the market right now. But um, yeah, I mean, Canucks game, um, obviously, but there's a, there's, there's a there's quite a few under the radar games here too that um, that I that I think are are, are going to be good to watch. And Russ, I mean, I got to watch that Colorado game last night. Uh, looks like the Avs kind of starting to roll again. We talked about the fact that this Vegas team is a team that has kind of burned us as a group, uh, as a group this year. Whether it be betting on them or against them, we saw them in plus money price. Feels like some people in the chat were kind of looking at that one. Maybe this is the time to get behind Vegas. Ultimately, whether it was the right bet or not, you see Colorado wins that one three to nothing, and it felt like a pretty commanding win from the Avalanche there. Your Colorado Avalanche, how are you feeling about where they're at and uh, the fact that we did see them go through a little bit of a dip, but it feels like they're kind of correcting it here. 
Yeah, yeah, man. They've been playing very, very well lately. Eight, one, and one their last ten, and uh, it's just interesting and, and very good to see how they can win in a variety of ways. They can win the games five to four. They can win the games three zero two one. Um, so they're playing really well and kind of clicking at the right time. And despite having a couple of injuries on the defense, you know, with uh, with Byron being out and even Josh Mason now, I think those are a couple of big losses on the defense. But you wouldn't have uh, known it last night, and uh, I was not having, was not planning to have any plays last night. But that that Jiri Patera um, late addition or late goalie news for Vegas pushed me over the edge, so I did have a play on the Abs, and I'm glad I did. I think that guy is, uh, you know, he's a third third string goalie for a reason. He probably isn't quite uh, good enough to be in the league quite yet. But the, the, the Knights are having some issues with goaltender, man. Uh, Logan Thompson is just a mess, obviously injured now, and then still trying to get Aiden Hill back. Uh, you know, if the, if they played Giri Patera, I'm I'm happily playing against the Knights, uh, you know, pretty much any time going forward. And so I'm, I'm glad I did last night. And, yeah, the abs are looking good, man. They're playing well. All right, well, we do have about six games ahead of us here tonight that we have best bets in, so we'll go through each of those. Once we're done, those, if people in the chat have any questions about games that we didn't cover, if you've got questions about games that we are covering, maybe an angle that we haven't approached yet or an angle that we haven't looked at, please send them in the chat. We'll try to answer them throughout the show, and then after those six games, we'll obviously open things up for Russ and so money to look at other games that maybe they're not there yet or just any information or news that they're waiting on. But if there's stuff in the chat, please send it in there. We'll answer it throughout. And then as well, continue to hit that like button here on the stream today. But let's start first and foremost with this Seattle Kraken game. Seattle is on the road against the Washington Capitals here tonight. Washington plus 109 at home against the Kraken, minus 115. You're seeing a total of five and a half right now. Russ, what are your early thoughts here on where this total is coming in? And do you have a play on on the side here at all? Yeah, you're seeing a, a rare five and a half. You know, you don't see those very often in the league. So I, I think that's appropriately priced two very good under teams that we played on. But I think this number is a little bit short on the Kraken. Um, you know, <clears throat> it has moved a little bit. And I think uh, we played this at like minus 102 overnight. And I was kind of surprised to see it move this much, honestly. Uh, but, yeah, I would play the Kraken here up to probably minus 125. Uh, it seems like a couple of books are getting there. You've got minus 122 at uh, DraftKings. That's probably a more reasonable price. Um, but I think minus 115 is a little bit short. And this is an interesting handicap because, you know, a lot of people are looking to kind of sell high on this Kraken team. But I don't think this is the spot to do it, and I don't think this is the number to do it either with the Washington team that has just played very, very poorly lately. Um, obviously, everyone knows about this this Kraken run, and we've even talked about it on this show recently. 8-0-2 in their last 10 games, just getting awesome, awesome defensive play. And Joey Decord is just playing absolutely amazing. He's uh, you know first in goals saved above expectation the last month. And you know their first in save percentage – first in uh, expected goals allowed. And, you know, this is a capital team that I don't think is going to be able to generate anything on offense. You're looking at a, uh, a team that's 30th in expected goals for in the last month or so with this Capitals team. They're just not playing very well. Uh, I think Charlie Lindgren was playing pretty well for the Caps. Now he's on IR starting to come back. We have confirmed that we're going to see Darcy Kemper here. So that's that's another edge for me in this spot. Uh, you know, I would have liked this a little bit less if they would have Lindgren back. But 
Kemper has just not been not been great. Twenty six and goals saved above expectation the last month. Where Decord is first in that uh, category. So I just think this is a little bit short on the Kraken here, and I'm happy to continue to ride this team that uh, honestly looks like uh, the team from last year and is is trying to make a push to make the postseason again. So, yep, happy to take this uh, Kraken team at minus 115 here. Yeah, and as Russ said there, minus 115, that is available pretty widely right now. You can find that all across a lot of different books, across a lot of different major books right now. So minus 115s, happy to lock that in. Russ like that one up to minus 125. Now, uh, so money, we're obviously locking this one in under Russ. Russ is taking ownership uh, on the Kraken here this morning. But you mentioned you did like, uh, kind of like the Kraken, lean towards that way. But was this one within range for you at the current price? Yeah, I think um, I think up to minus 115 is, is kind of where, where, where my cutoff is as well. Um, Russ um, alluded to it that um, there are people that are waiting around to kind yeah. of... Um, Bet against this cracking team. I'm, I'm, I'm one of those people. Um, this is just not the right opportunity to do it. A right. um, couple of things that stand out. Um, again, we've we've talked about Seattle ad nauseum on this show, right? Especially, um, especially on Thursdays, right? About how we feel about them. Um, and the kind of dr- during this run, um, what what has stood out to me a little bit here is that, um, especially in the last couple of games. Um, they're starting to score, right? Um, we we expected that to probably be the case um, at some point going forward, um, and it it is happening right now, which is the reason why um, usually in this situation I I, I would like the under, um, but I, of course at five and a half I think it's already been adjusted down. And also the other concerning thing from um, in, in this game from the Capitals' perspective is that I'm seeing signs of them starting to leak defensively as well, right? This was a Capitals team that was was playing unders. Um, they're starting to leak defensively last couple of games. Kraken are starting to score while continuing their strong defensive play. So while I do think that um, Kraken are on my hit list, um, it's, not, it's, it's not the time tonight. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with Russ on Seattle. Um, but going forward, um, we will we will start to see more more bets against Seattle again, like we did er- earlier in the season. Sure. Well, I, I want to ask you guys, and feel free for either of you to answer. But just general thoughts on this Kraken team, what they are and what they could be. I mean, we obviously see them now sitting outside of a playoff spot. They are tied in points with the Oilers there, but they got three games more played or the Oilers have three games in hand on them. They started out not so great uh, given what they were last year. We kind of talked now about, I feels like probably about the last week and a bit about this strong defensive play. So money, you bring up the fact that, oh, it looks like Seattle's starting to score a little bit more. What is this team? What can we reasonably expect for them over the longer period of time to kind of close out this season? Are they a team that's going to be competing for the playoffs? Are they a team you think is going to be in there in that playoff picture, pushing ahead of Nashville come the end of the season? Or are they probably going to revert a little bit closer to where they were at the start of the season? Because at this point in time, it feels a little bit hard, at least from maybe someone like myself looking at this to kind of make that determination of who they are and what they could be going forward. So, so I, I think before we can um, get into what what they could be and what I expect from them going forward, I think it's important to touch on where they came from, right? So this was a team that started 
um, that started the season struggling, um, s- struggling offensively, um, and struggling, s- struggling on um, with their with their goaltending for that matter. Right. So what changed was that the court came in, started playing very well. Um, whether it's a short-term heater or not, uh, it's to be determined. Um, I have my thoughts, which I've shared. Um, I, I I don't think it's it's sustainable, but mm-hmm. um, we're talking about a matter of a few months here where we we do see goalies take off and and sustain that level of play. Um, we're seeing a team that adjusted themselves defensively. Um, they kind of identified who they were. We're not going to be scoring three, four, five goals a game consistently, but with when we do get strong goaltending, we are able to hold teams to one or two goals a night. So that is what what they eventually evolved to as the season progressed. Where I see them going forward is that they're 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 not as bad as they were to start the season, and they're not as good as they are right now. So they fall somewhere in the middle. Now we're in the middle. I have my thoughts. Um, I don't think it's a playoff team. I think that um, they um, they just got behind the eight ball too too just they're too far here. There's too many teams to catch, um, and and they're still out of the playoffs even with this even with this run, right? And eventually it will turn. Um, and you also look at this run now. I'm not taking anything away from the Kraken in terms of the way that they've been playing because I do respect teams that are able to evolve on the fly. And kind of identify who they are and change their style of play. But you, but you look at the teams you've beaten during this run, right? A Kings team, where now we know who who are struggling. Um, Anaheim, Calgary, who's been up and down all year. Philly, who is starting to struggle. Vegas, who's starting to struggle. Ottawa, we know about, and Buffalo, right? Yeah. And then on their schedule right now, they got Washington and Columbus. So. Things start picking up a little bit later when they get, when they get Pittsburgh Rangers, Edmonton, Toronto. That is when we'll see like what what this Kraken team really is. So um, they're fine right now. Um, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. Um, they've just they um, they just got themselves in a hole too um, too uh, too early in the season here. Yeah, yeah it makes sense. Yeah, I mean. So many nailed it. I, I like what you said about uh, them not being as bad as they were early in the season and not being as good as they are currently. And playing, yes, yeah, some of these teams where they really match up well against. And, and that's exactly the point I was going to make. Going forward, their schedule does get a lot tougher, and they're in arguably you know one of the toughest divisions in the league. Now, honestly, I, I don't think they're a playoff team either because I think that Nashville will take that spot, and I don't see them, I don't see them obviously catching the Oilers at all. Um, you know, it's it, goaltending is about confidence and it's about, uh, you know, having a good defense behind you. And, and they've got both right now. Joey Decord has just uh, just feeling it. And they've gotten some really big parts back from injury. You know, Jaden Schwartz being back is a huge boost for them. And they really don't have, you know, between him and McCann, uh, maybe Everly, they don't really have a ton of guys that can drive the play. So it's really important to have those three guys back, especially when they're playing such good defense, saying that, you know, they only need three goals a night to win. Um, so I agree. This is a this is a product of uh, playing some of the bottom of the barrel teams in the league um, and, you know, haven't really got into uh, some of the tougher teams. But that's exactly why we played on them recently. You know, we played on them against Buffalo Sabres, um, and they, they just dominated them. And I expect – kind of the same tonight, you know, it's not like uh, they're playing a tough team tonight. 
and the line is, you know, right around 52 to 55%, you know, I, I'll take that all day. So I agree pretty much with everything. So money said, and, and honestly, if you, if you continue to watch this show in the future, when they go up against the penguins and uh, the likes of, you know, some bigger teams like that, we probably will play against them. So, you know, it's just, uh, that's why, that's where the market is at. You know, you play on numbers instead of teams and, uh, Right now, I think this number is still too cheap against a bad Caps team. All right, well, let's go to the next game here tonight. This is one I'm excited about uh, because I don't really take that much joy in other teams' misery or other teams not doing well. And despite what you may think, even Moretto, it doesn't necessarily bring me joy to watch the Habs stink like they do. There's one team that does, and that would be the Ottawa Senators. The last place in the Eastern Conference, Ottawa Senators, because... As a Leafs fan, as somebody from Toronto, you hear all summer about how good this team is, how they won the offseason, how they were going to take steps above the Leafs. Here, Mark Mathot, former Ottawa Senator, talking about how they're taking these jumps. And they're in the last place in the Eastern Conference right now. And on the road here tonight against the Buffalo Sabres, you see the Sabres minus 120, the Sens coming into this one plus 116, a total right now of six and a half. You are finding some sevens out there on different books, like a book like Pinnacle. Um... So, Money, what are your thoughts on where this Sens game is lined right now, what the total is currently sitting at? Would you have any interest in getting involved in this one? I, I was one of those people that was high on Ottawa coming into the season. Um, and they've, uh, I, had to t- I just had to take the jab. Uh, I had to take the jab based on how it's played out. It's, it's, it, it seems like you've been doing that quite a bit lately. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so um they they're they're a team that has cost me dearly especially earlier in the season um i i i i have been off them recently so um they haven't been they've been killing me recently but yeah i mean this is a team that it's really tough to get involved with right like like you look you look at the pricing for this game um they did take some money um in the last little bit here um but but which 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 I'm happy about because um, I was showing an edge on Ottawa, but I wasn't going to be involved in this game because Buffalo is a team that I would like to bet on as well. Um, for 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 tonight, um, it's not the it's it's not the spot for me tonight uh, to to bet on Buffalo, and obviously I'm not going to be betting on the Senators um, after after the market adjusted them down. So um, it's it's a it's a complete pass for me right now. Um, and um, I, 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 I the mark the market has it nailed right now, so I'll I'll pass. But um, Buffalo um, is a team that going forward, I, I I would like to be betting on them. Well, no bet for so money here, but Russ, you do have action in this game tonight. Yep, yeah, this is a this is a kind of a fun game for me and over better. I think uh, you know I think this is a, a two teams that we have honestly faded pretty much all year. If you looked at my record and my plays, these are probably two of the teams that we played against um, the most out of any of the teams, but also played quite a few of these overs. You know, Ottawa is clearly an over team. Their record says that. And Buffalo, it it has, uh, you know, technically, according to their record, they're a little bit more of an under team, but that's because they've seen a lot of sevens in the market. Um, But I think, yeah, you know, I would work hard to try and get this over six and a half. I think that that minus 128 or minus 130 is a great play on the over. Um, you know, this is a, this is a pretty standard, standard handicap for me. 
Uh, two very, very bad defensive teams. I mean, two of the worst defensive teams in the league. You've got Ottawa coming in at 29th in expected goals allowed and Buffalo coming in at 22nd in expected goals allowed. And um, two very, very bad goaltending teams as well. Um, Ottawa's 29th in save percentage the last month or so. And, you know, so I expect this game to be very high scoring, very high event. Um, if we're looking at uh, pure model numbers, I have this game over seven and a half right now with uh, Corpusalo and UPL in goal. I don't think it matters between UPL or Devin Levi both ways. Um, and then Corpusalo has just been terrible. 68th out of 69 goalies in goals saved above expectation the last month. He's just been bad. Um, so, you know, I, I don't think, uh, you know, this is not a complicated one for me. I think it should probably be, maybe even be seven minus, uh, you know, minus 120-ish to the over probably. And, um, you know, it's moved a little since last night. I was able to play it at even money, but I don't think it's moved quite enough. And like I said, I would way rather have that six and a half. So if you're going to play, <clears throat> I would play that up to, uh, you know, minus 130 or minus 135 if you can get it. Because I honestly, I see this game landing on seven the majority of the time. We could easily see a, a three-three game in the third. So, yep, over six and a half, I think minus 128 there at Bet Rivers. And uh, a couple other places is a great bet. So that's the way I'm going to go. All right, two best bets locked in here already. Uh, you can track all of these in the Bet Stamp app in the Find Better section as Edgework HQ. You want to see how we're doing daily, weekly, monthly basis. You want to see what we've done throughout the season, or you want to track us through the full two-year period that we've been doing this. Now you can find that in the Bet Stamp app. But we will recap all these bets at the very end of the show. We've got a few more here to go tonight or for tonight's games. So we'll move on. To So Money's Vancouver Canucks. They are traveling to Pittsburgh here tonight to take on the Penguins. Minus 119 for the Penguins at home here. Vancouver coming in plus 112. We're seeing a total of six and a half right now on this game. So Money, what are your thoughts on the Canucks, the recent play, and where this number is going into tonight's game? So I'm really looking forward to this game. I think that it's going to be... Um, Canucks are obviously modeling themselves... Um, after after what the what the Penguins were during their during their run, we're seeing this kind of the same management personnel. We're seeing a lot of the the players that are being brought in um, are are fitting the mold that 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 the Penguins played, and and we're seeing the product on the ice too right now, right? Like the like the team has kind of morphed into what let's call it the Penguins light, right? So they're still there's there's still a ways to go, but um, but at least you see you see the direction, you see where what the what the plan is and what the team is trying to do on the ice as well as off the ice as well, right? So, um, so the um, I'm looking forward to the parade, um, but that's going to be later in the year, right? Um, for now, in this game here, um, the Canucks did uh, did did take some money. I do I do agree with it. I think that um, if we can lock that in. Um, I guess we'd have to do half a unit now um, with 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 where the market is right now. So we 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 can do half a unit on the Canucks. So listen, like there's a lot to be said about the Canucks, right? In 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 terms of a team that um, yes, they 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 have a high shooting percentage. They have a lot of they have a lot of metrics that just are not sustainable long term. Right, and like I see all of that. I agree with all of that as well. Um, the only thing that I would say is that um, 
the equalizer here is Thatcher Demko. And he has been that equalizer for this team all year. So while you can um, talk about the Canucks um, kind of dropping in play, which is going to happen, we've seen it happen, but we've also seen that when it does happen, both in game and 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 when you zoom out and you and and you kind of look at a few um, a few games together, um, Thatcher Demko's play has been has been consistent. It's at he 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 is an elite level goalie. Um, I, I I don't think there's any any denying that anymore. That wasn't a secret in Vancouver, but I think the rest of the league is seeing that now that he he is a championship caliber goaltender. And when you have that, you can kind of play a certain way where you can take more chances and um, and we're seeing the Canucks play a little bit of a different style when Casey Dismith is in that too, right? So so and 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 that's the strength of the coaching of this team. So while I am high on Pittsburgh, um, Pittsburgh is a team that I would like to bet on as well. Um, just looking at the pricing here, I think that there's there's a small edge on the Canucks. So um, half a unit on the Canucks and. Um, yeah, I think uh, it's 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 going to be tough. Um, Penguins, um, they are b- playing better, and I I I I usually this this would be a full unit play, but I think that the market kind of took it down a little bit before uh, before we could um, we could get here. So so we'll do we'll we'll, we'll we'll do half on the Canucks. All right, there you go, half unit on the Canucks. And before we go to Russ for his thoughts on this one, real quick here, so money, uh, Rich H asking you in the chat: Will the parade be on Robson or Pacific? Inquiring minds want to know. So the ideal route for me, and if you're familiar with Vancouver, <laughs> is that Robson stretches all the way down to um, down to Stanley Park, right? So um, I, I I would kind of want to start in that area, the Robson Denman area, and then and then and then like move move our way forward um and then and then like um finish it off at the uh, at like the plaza so so i will eventually get like a map up as we move forward and then we can kind of okay. map out the route on the show we'll we'll we'll, we'll all do it together Okay, perfect. Thank you. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. So I want to map that out. Well, what is it called when you used to do uh, like map quest? Is that what it was? Yeah. Did you yeah. Draw the map out and draw it. Yeah. Perfect. We'll yeah. bring one of those up. We'll do it together Thanks. on the show. Okay, perfect. Thank you. Uh, for us, <laughs> where do you come in on this game? Total side all numbers that we're seeing right now on the board. Yep, this uh, Canucks team is just a complete anomaly for me and uh, for for odds makers as well. It's a uh, Absolutely wild. I have, uh, you know, honestly, I've shown value against the Canucks almost every night, but just like Moretto and a couple other guys on this, on this show, <laughs> I have vowed to not, you know, not bet against them, at least for the time being. And that has paid dividends, you know, that saved me a ton <laughs> of lately, honestly, um, multiple times I- I've thought about betting against this team and, you know, come to find out they win 5-2 or they win 4-1 or like absolutely not even close. And uh, yeah, somebody said it, you know, look at some of these metrics is absolutely crazy. They're first in shooting percentage at 14% the last month. That's three percentage points above the next highest team. Uh, they're, act, you know, just converting shots into goals at a rate that is uh, absolutely, you know, an anomaly to, you know, like I said, I think, you know, he spoke a little bit about the goaltending. You have a combination of 
most of your shots being converted to goals and then one of the best, if not the best goaltending goaltender in the league this year. And that makes for a very, very tough team to beat. Um, you know, we've talked about the Pens on this show a lot recently, both a team that so many and I are higher on than the market. And generally they're playing a lot better than they have been recently. Um, you know, they're second expected goals, playing good defense, ninth in expected goals against over the last month. But again, so I generally I would like to play the Penguins, but, I, you know, this is a, just a kind of a stay away game for me. Um, and then a little bit of a lean towards the over here. Uh, Vancouver's crazy 15 and five and two towards the over um, on the road, 15 and five towards the over on the road. It's, it's nuts, but there's a couple of things that are keeping me off of this. You know, um, the pens are generally an under team. They play pretty good defense. And despite uh, those numbers for Vancouver, they play, they're playing great defense as well. Fourth in expected goals the last month. So this is an interesting game. You know, honestly, I could make a case for both sides and I could make a case for the over and the under on the total. So when that, when you have that much variance and that much uncertainty, it's generally a stay away game for me here. Um, you know, I think like so many said, you're getting plus money on a team that is generally disrespected by the odds makers, you know, just lock it in and, and hope that, uh, you know, you play a 50, 50 game and you have that value there and, you know, way better goaltending. Jari has just been bad the last month or so. Um, so I agree with everything so many said. I think this is an interesting Vancouver Canucks team. And, you know, we'll see if they can, can keep this uh, crazy numbers going all the way through the playoffs. And, uh, yeah, maybe, we'll, maybe we will be planning the uh, parade route. Who knows? <laughs> and, uh, interesting team, man. Yeah, and I mean, like, the other thing, too, is that, like, is that, like sometimes in sports there's uh, – there's higher powers at play, right? Like you just yeah. gotta, you just gotta rip up all your numbers and the sheets and guns. stuff, and just, and just like just 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 go with it, right? This team has a lot of, not only do they have the Somo Mojo, they have a lot of, um, they, have, they 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 just have like a lot of good vibes going for them right now, right? So you just, yeah. you 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 just gotta ride it sometimes, man. Yeah, the, uh, the hockey gods were well aware, so money that this is the thirty year, so they're they're trying to give it give some back give the karma back give it back to the canucks and Stop help it. them out a little bit <laughs> i shouldn't have said that before we got into this next game anyways the leafs on the road taking on the islanders here tonight toronto coming in minus 122 you see the islanders posting a price right now plus 115 and a total there of six and a half and that six and a half looks to be pasted all the way across uh seeing minus 108 minus 122 minus 115 is on the over six and a half you can see some plus money prices on the under six and a half russ what are your thoughts on where this side and total is currently sitting at yeah this should be another fun game here uh two teams that i have been betting overs for the entire year pretty much i started with toronto overs it's did really well. And then the last month or so I've played pretty much every Islanders overs. So I, this was at six, even yesterday with a little bit of juice and it has taken money, money rightfully so, but I still think, yeah, that bet rivers price, anything up to, there's a couple of minus one fifteens out there, but yeah, I would play this over six and a half all the way up to about minus minus one twenty, where you can see it. Now I think, you know, over six and a half minus one twenty is a fine play. Uh, you know, as much as I talked about, the uh, last game with the Senators and the and the Sabers being uh, two bad defensive teams. This is a little bit different. This is two of the best offensive teams in the league. I mean, these guys can kind of just call their call their shots, and um, 
you know, like I said, this Islanders team, they've gone over the total in 15 of their last 20 games. I would guess that we've been on probably 10 or 12 of those. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's just been a great year for overs. Um, I talked about this, you know, ad nauseum on these Thursday shows. This is a, this is a completely different Islanders team than we're used to. They are pretty poor at defense and they're really good at offense. And Sorokin has not been playing that well. 36 in goals saved above expectation. He's starting to come around a little bit, but again, he, it's behind a very, very bad defense. They've shuffled in and out guys. They've had guys be hurt, come off the, come back from injury in Mayfield. Um, and then, you know, shuffled in Mike Riley, who I don't think is very good. So I, you know, I just think this is a bad defensive team. And then you're getting a Leafs team who can totally take advantage of that. They have uh, some of the best top line in talent in the league. And, uh, you know, then you got Martin Jones in net for them, who actually has been decent, but against an Islanders team that has a great offense. So I think this probably should honestly be a seven here. Um, you know, my numbers have north of seven on this uh, on this total. So, again, I will play uh, I will play an Islanders over six and a half and uh, – yeah, I think I think that's a great play. So that's the way we're going. All right. Well, we'll lock that one in there. Over six and a half, minus one oh eight uh, for the Leafs Islanders game. So, money. What are your thoughts on where this we're currently seeing this price? So, a couple of things before we go there. Um, in the in the in the Pittsburgh game, um, Nadelkovic is confirmed. And um, one thing I wanted to point out is that we're seeing this often. Um, lately, is that when Nadelkovic gets 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 confirmed. Um, the market's teams against against Pittsburgh, right? Which yeah. I don't agree with because and um, and 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 we saw this against the uh, f- against the Flyers as well. He's he's not as bad this year as the market wants to make him out to be. And the other thing too is that the level of play between Nadelkovic and Jari, um, there's not that much of a difference. So um, we're seeing the Penguins' price starting to come back a bit. Um, which which we saw against the Flyers as well. So if you haven't bet the Canucks yet, just wait a little bit. You'll you'll be able to get your number. Um, but um, just I I wanted to point to point out that if you are monitoring Penguins games and you see big dips in like the in like the numbers, um, a lot of it has to do with the market steaming against Nadelkovic, which um, which in my opinion is is. Um, is is wildly wildly incorrect. Um, so in in this Vancouver Toronto game, um, I know Zach, you're expecting me to take shots at you and the Leafs and stuff, but um, you're more I'll take the high road for now because uh, because I'm classy like that, um, <laughs> I, and I also do like to strike when it's not when when it's not expected. Um, in in this game here, um, I think that we've talked about the Islanders a lot in the sense that um, they are a team that that struggles to do a lot of the things that they did do well, um, like, 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 um, like a few years ago. Um, but it's, we've touched on this and I don't think we can, um, we can, we can, we, we can sugarcoat it anymore in the sense that, um, we just need to call this team what it is. It's a bad team, right? Like we've like talked about, they struggle defensively and this and that. Yeah, they do. They also struggle offensively as well, right? Like the only, the only thing that they have going for them is that when when Sorokin is on his game, he can he can steal you a game, right? And that's that's a very tough place to live in the NHL right now. So 
And uh, and he hasn't been up to his level this year either. So this is a bad Islanders team. It's a Leafs team that is that has started to find their groove. Um, they're they're playing much better. Um, yeah, they're they've beaten shitty teams, but um, I won't take anything away from them for beating these teams because of the way that they've beaten them. Right? It's not like they've played down. They've they're on their schedule and they've taken care of them. Right? It's a little bit different when. You have shitty teams on your schedule. Um, you beat them, but you're still not playing well and you're struggling to beat them. Then that's when I'll kind of look deeper and be like, well, you're not playing well. You're beating these teams that are not good. Um, that's not the case with the Leafs here. Um, but I think the pricing on this game is spot on um, in terms of the side. Um, and in terms of the total, um, if you're familiar with anything I've done on Twitter or like anywhere else, um, Martin Jones is my nemesis, right? So, uh, <laughs> and like now he's with the Leafs. Like I, he's just one of those guys that he's he's has like an insane ceiling, right? And we and we and we saw this in like the Stanley Cup final, right? With the with yeah. the Sharks and the and, and and the and the Penguins, like insane ceiling. And his floor is just it's it's just brutal as well, right? So, um, and and like I. I, I pride myself on being able to get into goalies' heads and kind of – I spend a lot of time on goalies. He's one of those guys who's who I, I, I can't figure his career out. So um, I'll, like, I'll, I'll be betting less and less Penguins games as long as, as, long as Martin Jones is there. Leafs games. Yeah. 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 Um, I did say ahead of the show that I have some thoughts. I had something I need to get off my chest. I, have, I currently have a beef – with hockey fans, NHL fans as a whole, and now is the time to get this one out. So you guys can feel free to disagree with me here, but I've been thinking about this, and I feel like here in Toronto kind of can get easy to get wrapped up in a vacuum of things, and maybe you overvalue some stuff or you don't realize truly what's going on, but I think this is one of those cases where Austin Matthews is underappreciated by hockey fans in general. Why I say this is because I heard a stat the other day through 518 games played in his career so far, Austin Matthews has 330 goals. That is sixth all-time in the NHL through five or through 518 games played. That is only behind Curry, Hull, Bossy, Lemieux, and Gretzky. Austin Matthews, sixth all-time in the NHL, and yet the way that you would hear people talk about him, talk about his contracts, his performance, his impact on a team, on games, whatever it may be, it feels like it's constantly underappreciated by people everywhere, and it's because he plays in Toronto for the Maple Leafs. I strongly believe it's for no reason other than he's here in Toronto. If he was on the Senators, the Islanders, if he was in the Rangers at the in LA, you would be talking about this guy like he was some god in the hockey world. Through 518 games played, he has more career goals than Alex Ovechkin, a guy that we praise as the modern greatest goal scorer of all time. We're watching him on pace here or trying to beat uh, Wayne Gretzky and his the amount of goals that he scored in his career. Austin Matthews is ahead of Alex Ovechkin at this current point in time. 
And I just feel like at this point, I'm the last person, as you guys know, and all the people across the shows to sit here and pump the tires of the Leafs constantly. Or And I've been more negative on them than even some of the people across the shows. But this is one of those guys I truly think is not getting the love and appreciation from hockey fans everywhere that he should be getting for his consistency in as a goal scorer. So I think it's I think it's ironic and uh, kind of cute actually that a that a that a Leafs fan is crying about not getting enough, enough attention for. Like <laughs> I'm not saying team. the team. I'm saying him. Just him. Just him. Yeah. So I mean, look, <laughs> I. I don't necessarily disagree, right? Like I, I do think I'm I'm one of those people that like I I think that Austin Matthews is an outstanding player, and I I don't think he, I I, I do agree that I don't think he gets enough credit for what he is and what he brings to the table, right? Like I think that, and um and 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 this is just this is not coming from someone who also has a Rocket Richard ticket on uh, Austin Matthews so it's so it's in my best interest for him to to uh, to uh, continue what he's doing I think that what he suffers from is that um you know like it's especially in Canada um out out west um we, we kind of have this thing where like the Leafs get all the attention right so um and like they like all the shows lead off with Leafs highlights right and like what's going on in Leafs right so um right. I think I, I think there's a, there's a lot of fatigue with that that gets built in, and for that reason, um, you kind of see it sometimes kind of switch the other way that like well now like we can't talk about one player so much right like it's just um, you 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 just don't have it there. The other thing too is that um, the the least playoffs is what is is what kills them as well right like anytime you wanna you wanna talk about the least like. What's the first thing someone's gonna say? Well, how many playoff rounds have they won? Right? Like, it's like nonsense like that, right? So, yeah. I mean, um, I do see where you're where, where you're coming from. Um, I think that um, even though I I want to take quite a bit of shots at you, uh, I, <laughs> I I don't I don't think this is the right avenue for me to pick here because I don't necessarily disagree with what you're saying. Um, yeah, so I, 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 I can see from your perspective, um, he, he, he should be getting a lot more attention than he is. I think that he's a, he's a wonderful player, um, and it's just, um, I, 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 I'm actually not sure why um, he doesn't stand out more than he, than, than, than he should be. Yeah. yeah, I I mean, I get the fatigue. It's all it's all good there. I understand more just I'm looking at this guy and you hear these stats, you hear where he is on these lists, you hear who he's ahead of and stuff. And then yet you kind of turn around and talk about it, the fact that it's like, oh, well, win around, win around, win around. Like, yeah, I get that. And I understand that as a team, as a team functionality as a whole i understand that but in the grand scheme of hockey players in the nhl and the history of it for me it's just looking at it being like it's so quietly done it's so quiet from like oh he's reaching these milestones standpoint yeah you hear about every goal and you see all of them i understand that um but i think just from what he's done accomplishment wise stacking up against these other people some of it is just being uh, a little bit underplayed yeah no, I'm, I'm not going to disagree at all. You know, I'm a data guy and an odds guy. And there are very few guys that uh, are minus, you know, minus money to have a goal every night in the league. So odds makers obviously know 
and you know it's priced in and then as far as like a, a player's based handicapping model there are only a couple of guys in the league that swing you know each team's winning percentage if he's in the lineup or out of the lineup so you know just looking at it from that perspective it, i you know i completely agree he is is probably one of the best if not you know top three top five best offensive players in the league just looking at it from that perspective um and yeah, he scores, you know, on a nightly basis. He seems to get one or two goals. Hopefully he gets three or four goals tonight for my total over. But and yeah. you know, the other thing is I can't get over how much he looks exactly like Moreto. It's one of the <laughs> things I've ever seen in my life. I, every time I see him or see, you know, I'm just like, is that Moreto? What the so it is one of the weirdest things ever, but I generally, I agree. I'm, I'm not going to disagree with you there. He's a, he's a stud and yeah, he really goes under the radar quite a bit. Moretto is sitting at home right now, shaking his fists at sky. And like, it's we just crazy. had to hear me talk about how Matthews is underappreciated. And then now Russ is saying Moretto looks like him. He's losing his mind right now at home. There's no debate. Uh, in that. I mean, there's there's no not. Debate. It's crazy. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, let's continue to move on here. We got a few more games to go through, and one of them here, Jordan is asking about. I mean, so many. I don't know if you caught it, but after Tuesday, I think these guys were contemplating canceling Kings Kings Tuesdays, and Jordan is asking if we can talk about the Kings and their sewer that they're in lately. Well, here you see them on the road tonight against the Florida Panthers. You're seeing the Kings come in plus one twenty four, Florida minus one thirty five, a total of six. What are your thoughts on the Kings' recent play? Where this number is right now, and uh, if you're start if you're projecting at all, like a little bit of a turnaround for this Kings team based on this last little stretch. So, if we're canceling Kings Tuesdays, I think we can go ahead and adopt Kings Thursdays going okay. forward. Um, yeah, I, I mean, look, this is a team that's struggling right now, um, but I also think that at this moment, where the market is, um, they've they've this is their market low. Right, like, um, and this is the time that I would like to to uh, to start buying the Kings. Um, we saw it in, in in the Tampa Bay game. What what was um, kind of what what was concerning for me in the Tampa Bay game was that they were up two nothing in the third period, but they still didn't play well in that game. Right, like I think that they were that 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 was a fortunate to a fortunate two nothing, and they and they ultimately deserved to to uh, lose that game. Um, but at the same time, um, look at where the market is right now, right? Like, so, so if these teams played like three weeks ago, where, where would this number have been? Right. So I think that, um, a lot of the struggles for the Kings and a lot of how well Florida has played, um, has been accounted for in the market and it's also, and it's also been over-adjusted in the market. So I don't necessarily like to step in front of teams like Florida that, are playing at such a high level, um, but I'm okay to do it against a Kings team that um, I do believe is a lot better than they've played. And I do think that um, once once they start coming out of this rut, I think that they are going to be significantly better moving forward as well. So um, we'll, we'll keep the Kings at a half unit. Um, I have them down to plus 120. Um, so, and they did take some money um, a little bit as well. So uh, we will keep it at, at, a, at, at a half unit right now just because I respect Florida a lot here So um, and, the, and the way that they've been playing. But I do think that it is time to start looking at buying on the Kings because of where the market has, dig, has, has dictated their strike point to be. All right, so half unit on the Kings there, plus 124. 
Uh, Russ, what are your thoughts on where this game uh, is priced right now? Maybe the total. Yeah, I think it's priced pretty, you know, efficiently. I've got, uh, as as so many said, the Kings did take some money, and I have I have the Panthers right around minus one thirty five here. So there's really no play for me. I thought that that was priced correctly in the market. Uh, I do have a, I mean, I have a small lean towards the over just because the Kings, you know, when we're talking about the Kings in recent uh, the recent month or so, their defense has really dropped off dropping all the way to 19 and expected goals allowed over the month. And that that's made it tough on, on Talbot. Talbot was playing very, very well, but he was behind one of the best defenses in the league. So you're looking at a, a Cam Talbot who is uh, fifth and goals saved above expectation for the season. But the last month he's 18th and expected goals saved. Um, so th- this is an interesting uh, handicap for me. I, you know, I have no, no play on it. Um, then you look at this Kings team and honestly, they're better on the road, um, than they are at home 13 and three on the road. And, uh, just as we were talking about the Canucks being an anomaly because their shooting percentage is so high, I think this Kings team is an anomaly because their shooting percentage is so low 31st in shooting percentage over the last month. I mean, they're down there with San Jose and Chicago and Washington in shooting percentage. So, you know, honestly, yeah, it's a market. There's a price to everything. There's a buy price on everything. And I think the Kings are getting there, especially if they start converting some of these shots to goal. So I agree. I think that's, you know, a, maybe a, if you're looking at, you know, minus 140 ish, minus 142 for the Panthers, I agree. That's probably a little bit long, but there's not enough of an edge here for me to make a play. But I generally agree with, uh, with so many's look here. All right. Uh, I do see a question here from Kerry. Uh, Kerry, I think Connor kind of answered it himself there for you. In terms of this show in particular, Kerry's asking, uh, what percentage of your bankroll are your units? On this show, we're just going as $100 unit size. That's how we're playing this uh, for every play. And then otherwise specified, we go down to half or quarter or three quarter units, whatever it might be from there. But everything is kind of max at $100 unit. And then that's where we decide up and down from that point. Um, in terms of personal betting, I think Connor probably answers it best there in the chat. And I think yeah. Yeah. And then I think that can also change for, for everybody as they, uh, as they advance and change how they're betting and how much they're betting and et cetera. But for our show, hundred dollar unit, that's how we do it. No matter what's going on. All right. A couple more games here that we've got tonight. Uh, one of them here I'm interested to get to because. I think this is a team that uh, the the Edgework show specifically on Tuesdays has kind of been able to get behind a little bit. I went to the Leafs game on Tuesday night. I told you guys after in the Edgework group, I said, this San Jose team, we might have to impose a ban on them because that was one of the worst hockey teams I've seen. Uh, We've seen some teams that have tanked. We've seen some teams that have put out some bad lineups. I've watched some preseason hockey games. And my God, that was one of the worst ones I've ever seen from a professional team live. Whether it was the effort, whether it was the skill level, I don't know, but it was not good. So Charles here is saying, I'm here to be talked off betting the Sharks. Um, Guys, the Sharks here tonight on the road against Montreal. They are plus 145. The Habs are minus 158. Look, this is numbers, not teams. If my sales pitch there about how bad this team was wasn't enough, I'm going to leave it to Russ and so money. You guys, Russ, what are you looking at with this number? Is there anything that you could do to get behind San Jose? Would you want to get involved in this game? 
Nope. I mean, generally speaking, I do think this number is a little bit long, unfortunately, but, uh, you know, and if you are looking to buy on the Sharks, I don't think this is a terrible spot to do it. And it looks like, yeah, they have taken some money. I was looking at plus 155 um, earlier, even plus 160, and it looks like that's come down. So the market is agreeing with me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, generally speaking, uh, this is just not a spot I'm looking to buy the Sharks. Uh, they've just, you know, they've been very, very, very poor on this on this losing streak. You know, they, you can look at the metrics; they're basically last in every metric, or second to last. Um, and you know, I have bet on the Sharks a couple times this year, but it's been at over plus two hundred or even plus two fifty. And um, if they show a little bit of life here in the next couple of weeks, I certainly have no issue betting on them. But you know, I'm I'm not going to step in front of this. Uh, this losing streak and, uh, and, you know, and catch a falling knife, so to speak. Um, so it, it's honestly no play for me. You're asking the wrong guy here <laughs> to uh, short favorites and overs, not these, uh, not these ugly, ugly games. Um, but from a strictly handicapping and numbers perspective, I agree with some of these guys that did get the plus one fifty five. There is some value there. Fair enough. Uh, so money you you're interested in this game. Is it on the Sharks? Are you getting behind the Sharks tonight? So I do have interest in this game, but it's not going to be on the Sharks. Um, okay. I am I am a little fortunate because I I wasn't able to get to the uh, the the mid plus one fifties, um, or I saw some in into the plus one sixties last night as well. Um, so I so I'm actually glad that it that it moved off uh, this morning. Um, it's one of those things where I mean, yes, Montreal is inflated. Like I, I think that anybody looking at this, looking at this objectively, can can pretty um, pretty well agree that Montreal's inflated here, right? But why would you want to bet on San Jose right now at yeah. this number? Like if you got an earlier number, like great, right? Like like you like you got your number, you like you you bet it. But at this point, like there's no reason to 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 get involved with San Jose. Um, I I do think that um, we've talked about San Jose in the sense that um, they do have trouble scoring. I think that's that that's continued. We've talked about um, Habs unders. Um, I think that that has continued for the most part. I am a, I am a Sam Montembeau guy. Um, I do think that um, there's, there's a lot there with him. So um, I, I did bet the under. Um, I think that, I, I don't think we can get plus money under anymore, but um, but uh, up to up to minus one ten, I do like that under. And um, um, Montreal, it's just they, they're they're a strong strong defensive team. I I I would expect to see uh, Blackwood in net. He's the he's kind of the better option, and he does have a higher much higher floor than than um, than uh, than a Kakinen does. So I do like the under six here. Um, I'm not going to be watching a second of this game, not only because it's an <laughs> under, but just because like there's no reason to. So, so you, so you, so you bet the under, follow the scores, and um, just, just, just hope for the best here. 
Yep. All right. Under six, we'll take that at the minus 101 there on Pinnacle. Uh, we'll track that again. We will recap all of these at the very end of the show here. So don't worry if you missed anything. But as well, if you are watching right now and you haven't hit the like button, please hit the like button here on the channel. Subscribe to the channel. We're getting closer and closer to 2,000 subscribers. Getting a couple here already now. But please hit that like button. Subscribe here to the channel. We got one more game that we've got best bets in. Uh, we'll get to that here right now to close this one out. And that would be in the Detroit-Edmonton game. The Red Wings hosting the Oilers. Plus 160 for the Red Wings here tonight. The Oilers minus 164. We're currently seeing a total of seven right now. Russ, how is it that you're approaching this game tonight? Yeah, I was a little bit surprised to see this line. Um, you know, I expected right around minus 190 or so for the Oilers. Uh, they just, you know, this, this team has just figured it out lately, has been playing great. Uh, my numbers have minus 210 on the Oilers, even with Pickard. In goal, uh, which I, I think we do see Calvin Pickard start. He's been serviceable. He hasn't been great. I would definitely prefer Skinner here. He's been playing a lot better. Um, but, yeah, I think this number's a little bit short. Um, I played the uh, the regulation money line on Edmonton. I think if we can get that right around minus 110, 115, yeah, at that pinnacle, minus 112, I think is a, is a good play. Um, you know, this, this is not, uh, you know, if you've watched any hockey recently, this is not a complicated play, complicated handicap. These are two teams going in the complete opposite direction. Uh, one of the times that I like to kind of buy on this Oilers team is when they're playing a very, very bad offensive team. And Detroit is, is that they just can't generate anything. 26 and expected goals for the last month or so. And uh, 30th and expected goals for on the whole season where the Oilers team is first in both those metrics have been playing obviously great offense. That's no secret, but they've been playing really, really good defense lately as well. Seventh and expected goals allowed for the Oilers team. And uh, like I said, even if we get Cal Pickard in net here, I don't think that's a, that's an issue. Edmonton's five and zero in their last road games. You got Detroit who is on a little bit of a winning streak, but it's against Anaheim uh, to beat the Kings in a shootout. And then they beat the Sharks. And that was all on the road, and they're coming home here uh, for their first home game in a while. And it's against the Oilers team, who's just absolutely rolling at you know eight and two in their last ten. Um, so I just think this is a number that's a little bit short, and I'm happy to uh, happy to lock in regulation. Um, you know, hopefully this game isn't too close. All right, there you go. That'll do it for uh, bets here today. So, money, do you have any thoughts on this game before we close this one out? Yeah, it seems that like every night I, I every night the Oilers play, I, I like end up end up watching them, uh, and it's been like that the last uh, the last f few years now. But um, I I love this Oilers team, right? Like, there's no there's no yeah. secret there. There's uh, this is a team that um, and and Russ Russ mentioned it. There's no there's 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 no step back with them. Like, regardless of who they're playing, this is a team that just 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 keeps giving it every game so um and um and uh, even if it is picard today he's been serviceable right like again that's saying a lot considering where they were with jack campbell but um <clears throat> but he's been he's he's been fine um he's 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 given them what what they need from a backup at this point right so um <clears throat> long term i'm still concerned about um i still think that um, they need to give Skinner more time off, especially with 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 what happened with him last year. Um, but right now, in the short term, I think that they're just um, they're they're on fire and they're just playing very well, re regardless of, of 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 who the opponent is. 
All right, well, that's a lot of games and a lot of bets for us here today. I think we covered a lot of them, answered some questions from the chat there as well. Uh, but before we close out, Russ, are there any other games here today that you're looking at, maybe waiting for anything at all, any market moves, any injuries, any goalie announcements, anything like that? Not necessarily. I mean, I have, um, I've got that over-circled in the Canucks-Pens game, but I probably will pass just because of the uncertainty I talked about earlier. Um, and then I, I think, you know, there's a mention of the, of the Boston Vegas Knights game um, in the comments. And I think, I think that'll be a great game. Obviously you've got Vegas on a back-to-back um, and uh, probably we'll see Thompson here. And like I mentioned earlier, Logan Thompson has just been really bad. Like, okay. Yeah. So it's actually moved quite a bit since when I first checked it, I think that minus minus one thirty is probably a pretty fair minus minus one twenty five, minus one thirty is probably a fair price on Boston. That's been playing very well, but this Knights team has, uh, has struggled lately. So I lean that direction. It's not enough of, of an edge for me to play it, but if, if we do see Logan Thompson in goal, against uh swayman which i probably you know i expect it to be thompson has just been very poor lately so i think that a small lean towards the bruins at that number but uh no play for me there and you know i think like it's like you said we've got plenty of plays plenty of action and so money anything out there for you right now that hasn't been given right now hasn't been played right now but you might get to throughout the day i believe it's going to be aiden hill back right um okay. yeah, yeah i'm not I'm not 100% sure about that. I think that yeah, I uh, would not play, would not play. I, yeah, yeah, and unless something's changed, Cassidy said a, a few, a couple of days ago that uh, Hill was going to get one of these games with uh, Boston or, or Colorado. Um, but we, but but regardless, I don't think it matters in this situation. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a difficult situation here for for uh, Vegas with the Boston team that is kind of waiting for them here. Um, Vegas played last night. In Colorado, this so that's so that's a that's a that's a tough a tough trip back on a back to back. But the market adjusted for it. Um, I think that um, we're up to the minus one thirties on Boston, which on the surface it's a little it's it's a little inflated at at at, at this point, especially considering that they're not they they're they're not playing as well as they have been either, and and especially with some. With some injuries that they're dealing with as well, so I will pass on this game. Um, I think that if Boston gets gets too far ahead here, I may have some interest in Vegas, but it's not a game that I've got much much betting interest in right now. Um, other than that, um, the 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 New Jersey Tampa Bay game has stuck out. I think that Tampa Bay has taken a lot of money, and um, we'll see if if um, if. If if New Jersey gets into the mid plus one forties, that's where that's where I I I, I that's where I, I would have interest in them right now. But um, as of this moment, I think that we've covered everything that I've got an interest in. All right, there you go. That'll do it for today's games. Now to recap all the picks that we've given out here, which again you can find in the Bet Stamp app in the Find Better section as Edgework HQ. See how we're doing throughout the season. See what our daily picks are. All that kind of stuff. We'll recap here. So these are all going to be full unit unless otherwise specified, which I should have just started with half unit there on the LA Kings money line at plus 124. And then now to full unit over on the Sens, Sabres over six and a half minus 128. We've got a half unit on the Oilers regulation time win minus 112 there for a half unit against the Red Wings. Now in this Sharks-Habs game, under 6, minus 101 for a full unit. The Leafs-Islanders over 6.5, minus 108 for a full unit. 
the Kraken, money line against the Capitals, minus 115 there, full unit. And finally, the Canucks money line, plus 112 against the Penguins for a half unit. So that'll do it for today's picks for today's previews thank you to everyone who tuned in greatly appreciate it if you did enjoy the show please hit that like button subscribe here to the channel if you're listening back on podcasts subscribe rate review all that good stuff it does help support the show if you are looking to sign up for a new sports book account betstamp.app slash edgework thank you guys so much for tuning in here today so money russ thank you guys for taking the time to do this so money i'll see you back here tomorrow morning at 10 30 with the rest of the chat russ we'll see you next thursday enjoy the rest of your week and to everyone in the chat out there enjoy the games tonight good luck on your bets